welcome to Beer Mail episode number seven of Brutal Battle. So, as we promised, Beer Mail episode number six was Kyle Norman provided beer beer mail episode number seven also, also. Kyle Norman yeah because he gave us all the beers at the same time and it just happened to work out that he gave us eight unique beers making it perfect mm-hmm. for two beer mail episodes so there's a brewery that was in the in the the first of these two that is repeated in this one and there's two of their beers in this one so hmm. oh and another brewery from the first one's repeated hmm. but it's a different different beer okay so uh starting it off a uh, curveball it's a sour Ooh. so this is la seule v which i assume is a five roman numeral five is what this meant this is about uh, this is from unani and that's a brewery out of niles illinois hmm. this is the brewery that we had one of their beers kind of recently and kyle norman listened and we said that I said that I've never had any of their sours, but I've heard good things. We had one a stout yeah. of theirs, hmm. and he—that's why he gave us this one. He said, I, yeah. "I'm giving you the sour because you have got to try their sours." Okay. So he's remedying. The issue. Norman, I've also never had a lottery ticket winning worth a thousand dollars. If you want to give us one of those, I mean, Kyle Norman's that kind of guy. Like <laughs> no, he, he really makes is. dreams come true. <laughs> he writes all the wrongs in the world. Yeah. One person at a time. <laughs> Thank you, Kyle. So this La Ciel 5 is an American wild ale fermented with kiwi fruit, mm. and it is 6.5%, so pretty light. I'd be really interested to see if we can perceive this kiwi fruit. I know. That's a touchy one, because it's light. Such a mild flavor. Yeah, it is. And um, this is in a 16-ounce can. They're all in 16-ounce yeah. cans. I've never so. really been a big fan of kiwi. Which, again, I know it's a mild flavor, but it, um, I think it's the seeds. Oh, yeah, you're making a big old mess. These towels might have I didn't to commit get. to my pour. That was my problem. You gotta pour, pour a hoard. Yeah. I do a hoard pour. Okay, so. What does it look like to you? Very clear, very light, very yellow. Oh, yeah, I'll say. Lots of carbonation coming yeah. up from the bottom. It's kind of like champagne-like in that sense. That's a lot of carbonation, and it has a significant head on top, yeah. which is very fine bubbles to the head. Yeah, it looks like a champagne, really. It smells good. It smells... Um, it looks beautiful. Yeah, it really does, and it smells really light, mm-hmm. um, very lemony, very yeah. tart. Um, it smells like what you just, you would assume you would get in a nose if you say sour blonde ale. Yeah, kind of like... It smells a little farmhouse. Yeah, I was actually going to say the same thing. There's a little funkiness in there. Um, yeah. Lots of lemon, though. A little yeah. funkiness, lots of lemon. There's a little apple note underlying everything, just like a sweet kind of apple note. Yeah. Smells good. I like it. it smells kind of clean and fresh as well. Hmm. Well, I actually really like this. Ooh. Ooh. Significant kick. Of sour. Um, again, this is not normally my style, but I, I really like it because it is, it is really tart, but it also is very crisp. Yeah, it is a very crisp, clean finish to it. Even though there's a little bit of a lingering bitterness, there's a little lingering yeah. funk and some tartness, some sourness lingering because it is relatively sour. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's and good. I, I mean, I think that kiwi is just getting lost. Yeah. But as you continue to sip it, maybe you'll kind of pick that out. But, yeah, it's mainly, like, lemony, sour, 
And that apple light is there lightly. I would be interested to know what this beer would be like without the kiwi because that would help me pick it out or at least True. be able to suss out what the kiwi is doing to the beer. Like, it, yeah. is it just maybe adding that sweetness? Yeah, well, yeah, and that's the thing is, like we were saying, kiwi is a very delicate flavor. So if you have a, a significant sourness, I can f- see where that would easily just cover up any sort of kiwi. So I don't know. And and I've had kiwi that goes two two ways. Either it's really sweet and it's got that typical kiwi flavor to it, or it's really tart and it doesn't have as much of a kiwi flavor to it and is just like more of a souring. I mean, I don't even think I've had a kiwi in a very long time. Yeah. But okay. I, like I do it. like how it finishes though. Mm-hmm. The the way it finishes is really, really nice and it as I continue to sip it, like, my perception of the sour is going down a little bit, and it's helping kind of thin the body out a little bit more, which helps with it being, you know, kind of light and refreshing on the finish. It's good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I dig it. So, moving on. So, this is, um, we're going to be drinking, our next beer is by Dewey Beer Company, which is one of the repeats. Um, yeah. It is their Curated Algorithms. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming it's an IPA. Yeah, I think it's one of their hazy IPAs. Okay. I think that's kind of like the only type of IPA they make. Um, it's 10%. Um, it is with Vic Secret, Ella, Citra, and Mosaic. Ella? What is Ella? I haven't even heard of that. I think so. I mean, my eyes aren't bad. No, oh, they're not. Oh. And obviously, Dewey. Yeah, Ella. Right? I, I've never okay. even heard of that. 10%? Yeah. Yeah, this is a triple obvi. I have a hard time with these. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do better on the pours. Hey, you need to drink your water. Oh, R- rinse know. and drink. Oh. I'm going to do better on this pour. Not like it matters now because this has to go into the... The... The, the uh, towels have to go into the wash anyway, so... I already messed up. Yeah, by a lot. A little here and there is okay, but... Okay. Curated okay. algorithms. Let's see. It's... Hazy. Hazy. It's pretty orange. A little uh, yellow. Yeah, I'm going to say, I feel like it's, yeah, yellow. Um, it's got a head to it. Uh, a mixture oh, of small and large bubbles. Oh, it smells so good. Ooh, yeah, it does smell really nice. Mm. Ooh, it's very it's light, like, fluffy. Yeah, it is, right? Mm-hmm. It, it's like all of this, like the big citrus bomb that you kind of anticipate from a hazy IPA, but it does feel very fluffy. There's a sweetness. Like a little sugary, a little... I, it's not like marshmallow, but it like, reminds me of marshmallow fluff, kind of like light, fluffy, sweet. Yeah, I think I think why it's coming off kind of fluffy in the nose has to do with the yeast level for the hazy IPA, but... It sounds good. Know. Yeah, it smells good. It's, it's not as strong of an aroma as I would assume from a hazy IPA. It's... More dialed back than that, mm-hmm. which, you know, isn't a problem at all. No. Especially because usually with those beers, I get a huge promise on the nose and then very, very disappointed then, on, the, yeah. on the taste because it's like, oh, this is nothing like the smell. I'm perceiving a little bitterness on the nose. Like, this smells a little bit more well-rounded and balanced than a lot of the yeah. other hazy IPAs. I agree. And we can vouch we've had plenty of Dewey's hazy IPAs before they're good. Yeah. There there are a lot of terrible hazy IPAs out there. It's very no. seldom that you find a brewery doing a good hazy IPA. 
contrary to popular like belief, they're not easy to make well. I like them more than Carlin does. That's true. Yes. Um, but here's the thing we didn't address on the nose. Does it smell like 10%? No. Not at all. No, I'm not, I'm not perceiving any of that. I just thought about this, the ABV, because smelling it, I would have no clue. I'm getting... There's a little pine. I was going to say a little vanilla. I don't get vanilla, but I get a little bit of a pine. I get a little, like, mango, maybe. A little orange as well. I'm getting pineapple. Yes, I could see pineapple in there, too. But it's more subdued than I'm used to with hazies. Hmm. Flavor? It's a little more viscous. Yeah. The 10% showing in the body of this beer. So, I think it's going to take a few sips for me to get used to it, to suss things out. There's something in it I don't like. This little chapstick-ish. I, lo- I mean, okay, I like the- I like it. But there's a specific flavor that is not jiving for me, and I don't know what it is. Ooh, there's a slight aspirin on the finish. Is that it? I don't know. Maybe. Because I'm getting that. I'm getting a little aspirin to it. I get way more of that kind of pininess than I thought I was going to yeah. get based on the nose. Not as much citrus as I would like. Um, not bad. Just not my favorite of the style. And right. not certainly not my favorite by Dewey either. Right. Well, and here's one of the problems. None of these cans have date codes. Oh. None of them. So with some of them, it's not going to matter as much. Well, well, actually, the Unani, it actually might matter a little a little bit because of the Kiwi perception. Right. Uh, this one, it definitely matters. So shame on you, Dewey, for not date coding. Shame on everyone for not date coding if you don't. Um, and then the last two probably won't matter as much. Yeah. Hmm. So. Yeah, it's okay. It is the finish. It's not bad, but it's not that great. It's also hard because we've had I, we've had a lot of IPAs from Dewey that have been really good. Mm-hmm. So that obviously is like, we know you can do better. So I wonder how this would be, how the flavor and the smell is right now, but with a lower ABV. Mm, true. Because I feel like the mouth feel is a little much. And as I continue to sip it and get more used to the flavors... I'm tasting more and more of the actual alcohol to it. It still hasn't risen to the level of really tasting like a 10% beer, so that's good. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. No, it definitely does not taste like 10%. Pretty yeasty, too. Yeah. I think that's what I don't like about it. But, okay. It's a problem with hazy IPAs. Moving on. That's okay. Third beer. So, this is... Um, Rotunda, right? Yeah. Rotunda... They're out of where? Pennsylvania somewhere? Hold on. It is a collaboration, though. It's brewed by Rotunda and Jeremiah Tall. I have no idea who that is. Brewed by Rotunda Brewing Company and Jeremiah Tall create this new album from Bare Bones. From Bare Bones is a brown ale with Centennial and Galaxy hops with honey malt and and conditioned on blueberries. blueberries. Yeah, sounds interesting. Sounds really interesting. Um, Rotunda is brewed and canned in Annbell, Pennsylvania. That's right. And I didn't remember that from the last one. Let me guess the ABV on this. I don't know. Well, I would assume that it's high based on your reaction. Was it 12? Mm 9.4. And there is, it says canned on 10.11. Oh, good. Okay. There you go. So... Good for you. So I'm assuming that Jeremiah Tall is a band. Yeah, maybe. Based on how that's... 
and I like the artwork. Yeah. It's like half, it's, it's a face of a bear, and the one half of it is just the skull of the bear, and the other half is like the full bear with, you know, the, the, the eyes fur. and the fur and everything. It's really cool looking. Yeah. I like it. All right, let's pop It's this. not as creepy. As you would think. Uh, yeah. No, no, no. It looks more artistic. Yeah. Yeah. It's like tasteful, not like dark or. Hmm. Although That's for me, dark is tasteful. Well, I was just I like say, horror. I know you like. <laughs> That's my thing. Hmm. This is, I'm really interested to see what this is going to be like. Because yeah. again, brown, browns aren't done that much. Yeah. And a lot of the time they're not done. Well. Not a lot of special things are done to them. Although recently, that episode I had with Tony Marion on, when we had that brown ale that was aged in whiskey barrels That's by true. Boulevard, that was, well, it was an imperial brown, but it was really good. That's true. Wait, did it say this is imperial brown or just brown? I don't remember already. <laughs> that was quick. No, it just says brown ale. Yeah. But it is imperial technically because it's 9%. Yeah. Percent. Okay. okay. It looks like a brown ale. Yeah. You it, cannot see through it. It looks a little murky. There's not a whole lot of bubbles on top, but the bubbles that are there are large. Very yeah. large. Man, I get the blueberry. Whoa. I get the blueberry immediately. Does it say blueberry or blueberries? Actual blueberries. Okay. So I assume that's not flavoring. That's a legitimate fruit would be my yeah. guess based off the wording. I mean, it's not... Ooh, it smells good. It smells um, like fresh blueberries. Mm -hmm. It's very perceived, perceivable, but not perceptible. Oh, perceptible. <laughs> <laughs> I can't talk. Whatever. But it, it is, it's not over the top. It's weird. No. It's, like, it's, it's delicate. Yeah, it's subdued. It's delicate, but it's very nice yeah, smelling. Yeah. And it smells a little flowery, too. Yeah. There's a, there's a floral note to it. Maybe part of that's from the hops. Uh, did, wait, it said it was with honey as well, or, yeah. or honey malt. Mm -hmm. So maybe it's partially from the honey malt as well. But yeah, it smells really, it's really nice. All I'm getting. Yeah, mainly the blueberry. There's a little roasty note below it that you're getting from the malt uh, that I think is a really nice way to back up that blueberry scent. But this smells very nice, very, very nice, in my opinion. Hmm. Oh, yeah, the blueberries are. It very, works. Very much there. Yeah. I would not guess it's 9.4. No. One. No. Um, I wish the body was a little bit more, but again, it's a brown, so I get it. Um, it works. Kind of weird. I like it, though. So the way it tastes to me, there's a good amount of the blueberry in there, and that's a very nice blueberry flavor. And it tastes the way it smells. Like, it's not... Crazy strong, but no. it's really finessed and nice, and there's a sweetness with it, and there's that little bit of that floral note like we were getting in the nose, and then I feel like the maltiness of it is giving it almost a very light brown sugar note Okay, that, yeah. I, that I really dig with the blueberry. This is, again, one of the... That's good. I like it. I will enjoy... Again, this is one of the spirits. I will like it. I will enjoy this can. Am I ever going to be like, man, I really wish I had more of that blueberry right. brown ale? Probably not. It's yeah. not like a style you're going to want to like drink go a lot to. of. Yeah. I mean, I may want to go back to it here and there. It's not one I want to like stock my fridge with, but it's well done. Yeah, I like it. And as I keep sipping it, I'm getting more of the malt coming through yeah. along with more of the bitterness at the end. And it's kind of, the bitterness is mixing with the malt to make it slightly ashy on the finish. 
Well, I kind of, I know, I kind of like that because it kind of makes it more complex. And it balances the fruit. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I agree. Yeah. It's like a good it. beer. Yeah. I really didn't know what to expect Me going neither. into this I was one. Like, uh, yeah, it I'm seemed gl- really odd. I'm glad it um, turned out well because I, mm-hmm. I like browns. I think there's. Um. Yeah. We. I mean, there was kind of a, a point where brown ales were basically extinct. Like, you couldn't really find them anywhere. There were a few breweries as holdouts. But for the most part, browns were kind of gone. And then I've seen a little bit of a resurgence, Mm -hmm. thankfully. Because a nice brown ale is totally worth it. Just like any style. You know, like, we shouldn't stop doing any style. Well... I was going to say, I was, I was going to say I would lobby for hazy IPAs, I knew you were, I, but, but no, no. like I said earlier, there are breweries who do really good hazy no. IPAs. I just wish that everyone would stop attempting it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Good though. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Okay. And then this last one, this is how we finished the last yeah, beer mail was with a Dewey Beer Company's secret machine. Now, this is one of their triple secret machines. I think the one in the last one was a double. Yeah, because it was like double blueberry, double blackberry okay. or something. So this is a triple. It's triple cranberry, triple plum secret machine, which is a sour. Nice. And it is 9%. Yeah, we've got some heavy hitters here. Yeah, all these are big on the ABV. I guess it is what it is. We're recording early enough. Well, and we're recording <laughs> on Super Bowl Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah. I don't even know when this episode's going to come out. Um, Carlin but. always makes awesome nachos for Super Bowl. I do. We, we're not... This is like the only football we'll watch well, like in a year because we just don't By watching it, we'll like have it on in the background. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We pay more attention to the commercials. commercials. It's just not our thing. We're hockey people. We like to watch hockey, which I just... Today when we're recording, just watch the Capitals-Penguins game because... Capitals are our team. I love that. That was a great game. Yeah. But, but we always have ooh. nachos. So we decided to record, have some beers, mm-hmm. enjoy with the nachos. This is beautiful. And, you know, all of their secret machines are, though. I agree. You know, yeah. this is a lot more clear. And It's I'm not ass- clear, but it's more clear than a lot of their other ones. I'm going to assume that's because it's like in a can that's just been sitting for a while. So any if there's any, like, sediment to it, it's probably kind of settled at the bottom. So I bet when you get to the bottom of the can, it's not going to be clearer like this. But for now, that's what it is. I mean, it's like a, a pretty dark red pink. Very. Mm-hmm. It makes the bubbles look very pink. Mm-hmm. And there's there's a small head on top, and the bubbles are very large. So. Ooh, it smells good. I, you know what? I wouldn't be able to pick it out, but because I know it's there, I definitely smell the plum and definitely smell the cranberry. I don't know if I'd be able to say definitely the plum, but definitely the cranberry. Definitely yeah. the cranberry. I can get the plum. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now yeah. I get it. I mean, you get, almost... the, you get the cranberry first, but... So it's interesting. There's like a honey in the nose as well. A sweetness. Mm-hmm. And a little sugariness, but not in a bad way. Like, it's weird. It's like there's a pinch of like brown sugar in there. I'm getting some sort of berry as well. Like, it, to me, I'm perceiving like okay. blackberry or raspberry. It does. It does come off kind of raspberry. Yeah, it definitely comes off kind of raspberry. I don't know if it's just because the color is making me think that or what, but I, mm-hmm. I, I'm smelling it. Actually, I'm going to revise something I said when I was saying like a touch of brown sugar. No, it's a little bit more of a touch of like a caramel, which maybe that has to do with the malt that may have been used. I don't know. 
but it smells good. I mean, yeah, it, it, smells it smells real good. fruity. Yeah, it smells it very smells light, good. fruity, refreshing. But it also smells very even keel. Mm-hmm. Like it's not going to be like super sour, kicky in the teeth or the taste buds. But ooh, oh! But it is, I guess. Well, cranberry. It's the cranberry. It should. Well, you definitely get the cranberry. I mean, this tastes like a juice. Cranberry is kind of aggressive. It tastes like cranberry juice. It does. I can't say I don't like it, though. <laughs> no, I do like it. <laughs> I definitely like it. Now, and the, the cool thing to me is the cranberry is really aggressive up front, but then it kind of transitions. And when it transitions and gets a little softer, that's when you taste the plum. Yeah. So it's almost like if it was just cranberry, it would just be aggressive throughout. But with the addition of the plum, the plum kind of makes it a little more even keel. And it does have that um, naked Cheerio cereal mm-hmm. finish, which I love. All about. And um, it's not at a level where I dislike it. No. It's so this is good. It's, it's well an in betweener. It's um the like tart it. it's you know, the tartness is more fruit forward and not really like tartness mm-hmm. from the beer, kind of, if you know what I mean. Um Agreed. It's good. Yeah. I mean I I don't know if I've had a secret machine I don't like. I feel like there's just ones I like or prefer yeah. more than the others. I feel 100% the same on that. I, I feel like every single secret machine I've had is quite good, and it's just which ones are more my favorite than other ones. Well, yeah, and it, I mean, depending on probably the fruit of the, what type of fruit you like, and also just how good the fruit was when they made it, you know, because sure, just like when you're baking or cooking or doing anything with fruit, it's, you know, it's only as good as what your product is. That's true. And some, yeah, and, and sometimes you end up with, and you can tell in some of these beers sometimes, you end up with a batch of the fruit that's very on the, very much on the tartar side, the more mm-hmm. tart side. And then on the other side, you can get it where it's more overripe and it's like very, very sweet with a lot less tartness. I more prefer it when it comes on the sweet side. I mean, obviously in the middle would be the best, but. Okay. Just never know. All right. So really rankings. interesting to see how you're going to rank this. Okay. Do you, I mean, do you want to go first or you want me to no, go I first? I want you to go first because I'm curious. Okay. So my last one is going to be the curated algorithms. That's okay. my number four by Dewey Beer Company. That's the um, triple IPA, the 10 percenter with Vic Secret, Ella, Citra, and Mosaic. It's the hazy. It's just, the ABV's too much. They should have brought it down. The, it it kind of gets the flavors a little off kilter. I'm not... I'm not gonna. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. We might dump that. Well, yeah, we might. We might dump that. Well, it, it's just so hard because we have really good beers. Yeah. Plus, we have a second one of that slay all day oh, spruce tip IPA yes, we that we could that. just dump this and put that yeah, in. Slay all day was really by good. Masthead. I love that, that one. That was okay. awesome. Um, so that's my number four. My number three is actually going to be the Unani, the Les Sol Five, which is the American Wild Ale fermented with kiwi fruit. That one is good. I quite like that. It's very refreshing. It's very bright. But the problem is, like we said, the kiwi's lost. You know, the lemony sourness just kills any kiwi to it. So that's why it's my number three. My number two is the Rotunda Brewings um, from Bare Bones. That's the brown ale with Centennial and Galaxy Hop Editions with honey malt and condition on blueberries. That's a really interesting, nice surprise. The fruitiness versus the maltiness in there, 
is just, it plays really, really well. And then obviously my number one is the Secret Machine, Triple Cranberry, Triple Plum. We just went over that one, so it's very bright, it's very fruity, it's very tasty and even keel, and I quite dig it. So that's it. Hmm. Rebecca's having a hard time. She poured herself a little bit more of the Unani, because obviously she's having uh, some turmoil in her brain trying to figure out who goes where in these ranking slots. So, I like a lot of these. I don't love them, though. Any of them? I mean, I like the secret machine, but, like, it's just not my favorite secret machine. Yeah, but how many secret machines do you get? I know. <laughs> if so, you, my take on secret machine is if you can get it, drink it. because oh, absolutely. And enjoy it because they're hard. They're not easy to get. Okay. But, you know, I'm not saying that to influence your ranking. Do okay. what you want. Go ahead. Okay. I go the opposite way. So my number one, uh, I'm really torn because I'm torn between Secret Machine and... The uh, Unani? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's surprising to me. I know. Because the Unani is the closest to a straight sour. I know. I know. Okay. But I just really, I don't know, maybe it's just my mood. I really think it's well done and mm-hmm. I think it's very clean and it refreshing is. and yeah. I like it. Uh, okay, no, I'm going to go... I'm going to go number one. For the Unani? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Number one, close second is Secret Machine. Sure. Of course. Which is the Triple Cranberry, Triple Plum. Close. I mean, like, I was like, oh, back and forth, couldn't decide. Um, Then I'm going to go the Brown Ale with the Blueberries, the From Bare Bones. And then, again, Carl and I are on the same page with the... Curated algorithms. Yeah. Yeah. It's just okay. I just think that Triple IPAs are hard to make Accessible. at a point where people really yeah. want to drink it, yeah. especially if it's hazy, because you're yeah. going to get more gross flavors out of it when it's well, hazy. And because there's no date code on it, again, yeah. who knows? I mean, if the citrus would have been a little bit more robust, I yeah. feel like I could have liked it. I think there's, like, it's not like a terrible beer, no, no. And again, we are only saying we're dumping it because, again, we have a crap ton of beer and we're picky and we... Kind of want that sleigh all day. Yeah. <laughs> um, especially when we have hoppy stuff, you know, we got to make yes. sure we're enjoying them yes. at peak freshness. Yeah. Um, so I think there's some redeeming qualities. And again, who knows freshness-wise? I have a feeling that this is probably a much better beer when it's fresher because knowing how many hazy IPs we've had by uh, Dewey... We haven't had any that were, you know, as unpalatable as this one. Yeah. Not that yeah. it's completely unpalatable, right. but yeah. you know what I'm saying. I mean, I understand. So, yeah. Okay. All right. So, um, thank you again, Kyle Norman. Yes. And Kelly Norman, because I know you're always there, Kelly. And you probably share a bank account, so thank you. <laughs> yeah. That's another thing. So, yes. We, all, we always like getting beer. So, if you're listening out there and you're like, man, I would really like to send beer... To Carlin and Rebecca so they can do a beer mail episode for me. Obviously, we'll say your name. We'll talk about you. And if you have any messages to send, we can read that. But um, go ahead and reach out to us, BrutalBattlePodcast at gmail.com. And we can set that up. And we're always down to receive free beer Mm -hmm. like anyone would be. So, anyway, is there anything else that you need to throw out there? I don't think so. You know, you can check us out on Instagram. The Instagram. Brutal Battle Podcast. 
please do us a quick favor. Uh, if you can, whatever podcast app you listen to us from uh, through, please give us a rating and review because that can kind of help with visibility. That's your kind of way to repay us. We don't make money on this, obviously. We just spend money. So if you're listening and getting free entertainment out of this, please help us out and give us a rating and review. That's your way to repay us. And then you can feel good about yourself. <laughs> But thank you so much, everyone, for listening. And until next time, keep it brutal.